Tonight's story takes place at one of the oldest functioning theaters in downtown Los Angeles, the historic Globe Theater. Our next guest was the lead photographer at the Globe Theater. He also happens to be clairvoyant. Tonight's story is about the entity he encountered under the stage at LA's haunted Globe Theater. My name is Daniel and I'm a multimedia designer and photographer. What that equates to is I'll go around and shoot a lot of nightlife photography, videography for different groups across Los Angeles. Uh, At the time, this was pre-pandemic. I think it was the fall of 2017. Uh, I was one of the Globe's like lead photographers in the sense I would go into their spaces and shoot different um, nightlife, like dance burlesque shows, goth shows, dance parties, uh, LGBTQT+, anything of that nature. So... Uh, This whole experience happened on one of the nights in which I was there and photographing a friend's um, burlesque group, Cherry Poppins, their their Game of Thrones parody show. Growing up, my mom probably came out to me at about the age of 13 or 14 that in her own words, she was a clairvoyant. Uh, The way she described at the time when she saw or sensed certain things, she had uh, it very young. She always had it at the age of, I think she said seven or eight. She was actually getting um, a lot of um, just flack from her mother because at the age of seven and eight, she was basically having dreams of like people dying, but she would recognize something about them and then it would actually come true. And it got, I think, as freaky as my mom or my grandma didn't like it. My mom predicted the death of one of her closer friends because she saw it in a dream and she predicted exactly how it happened. So the interesting thing going into it was my mom always said that uh, she has three kids. The universe speaks in threes, three different energy levels and stuff. My brother, who's the oldest, he doesn't like any of it. Uh, My sister, who's the middle child, who's three years older than me, she would always try very like hard to have the certain ability or whatever, but she just doesn't for whatever reason. Nothing, I mean, nothing against it. But then me, I would not even try and I'd be the natural to sense certain things. So the Globe Theater, the idea of different, um, I guess you'd say, spaces or locations housing certain energies. Theaters in particular in Los Angeles are very fascinating because um, theater in its sense involves a lot of drama. There's a lot of performance going on, a lot of flair, things of that nature. So when you combine certain energies with it and just over time, things can get a bit murkier. Um, uh, in the Globe histories, like case, uh a bit, a bit dark, I would say. Dark in terms of I don't, I haven't dived in the history in, like in full myself, but what I at least perceived is a sense of like a certain, I would say like a typical like mob or like a different organized crime like nature. Fall 2017 to spring of 2018, in this period of time, my friends were putting on different shows. They had a Game of Thrones burlesque parody show. During the show, there's a certain jump that you have to do. Uh, by jump, I mean during the show, there's a certain ground that you have to pretty much hop across to get from one photography vantage point to the other photography vantage point. Um, and at the Globe, what's hard about it is it's built in a way that whatever renovations they did, it's almost like it was built on a different foundation or there's an underspace in it where in particular there's almost like a crawl space and if you don't go, there's a crawl space that connects these two vantage points and you can almost run through it. And it starts 
in the back of one area, the uh, dressing room area, and then it goes all the way to the bathrooms on the other area, the the second floor basement bathrooms. If you don't go that way, you have to go around one of either wings that adds a couple seconds. So during the rehearsal process, uh, they wanted two two particular shots. And this was like each shot was the hard part because it was at the beginning and the end of this jump. I almost had to shoot it from behind the stage to then run down the stairs, the, the like two flights into the dressing room, then through there, back up and around the back stairs to then shoot across from the back of the theater. So at this point, I during the rehearsal, I just determined I couldn't in time get the shots they wanted by going in either wing. So instead I'll go through the crawl space. This is where it got, um, yeah, uh, just very, very weird. So there's definitely areas that I wouldn't say pretty much to go into it. When I was doing this run, I decided to avoid the wings, go in the crawl space. And when I started to enter it, it was that feeling of you're in a space that it's not really... I wouldn't say malice or anything dark against you, but it was very, um, just a lot of like sulking or just like very dark, like festering energy, I guess you would say. Like there was something that just wasn't happy there or a lot of certain acts happened there. There just something, there just wasn't something like nice about this room. And as you continued or as I continued to move through it, what got weird about it is the way I perceive certain spaces as a darker energy. They're either um, like sticky, like if you think of um, like a movie theater when you're exiting, you have like that feeling or that texture of like popcorn and soda on the floor and there's that little like crunchy nature. Or it's almost like the whole weight of the room itself will lean towards that so in particular i felt there was something like dark that was like kind of on the edges of this crawl space but um off to the side so like it, particularly i think it started on the left because it almost felt like as i was walking uh the room was very large but it was also leaning kind of to the left and as i looked up to the opening i had to exit from in the back it looked like it was miles away. Then I did a quick double take back and I was only a few yards into the space. But when you look back, it like the room just had like that old uh, like Hitchcock effect where you do like the rack focus pull and everything gets much longer. So I felt like I was in like just this really dark black like desert in a way, I guess you would say. So I would say like certain energies, like they start to get focused or centered. Um, in the way of like the room itself felt off but as the room itself was feeling off and you're moving through it and you know, I'm trying to get to the other side of it it gets focused in the sense that you almost have something else that's in there that you can start to feel or it's almost like you start to get drawn or attracted to something so as this was going on it felt like something was starting on the left and the room was leaning that way and then eventually it almost did like I didn't visibly see it, but it felt like it turned to the right and the room got heavy on the right. And then it got like behind me. And that's when I just heard like this little like breathing thing on me. And it was the very lightest, like you get like the hairs on the back of your neck and the goosebumps, but it was almost like something was doing just the smallest touch, like the least amount of pressure you can put on someone. And I could feel it just kind of on the little uh the back hairs but then also down around my shoulder a little bit and it felt like it was just like just very lightly like running it so i just at this point knew that it wasn't 
The good news is it wasn't something that was, I would say, like possessive or dark. I didn't think it would. That's where things get really freaky when something like it wants to possess you or get inside of you or like that's that that stuff like creeps me out a lot. But it was something that was very desperate, which is also not as good, too, because things like that can follow you. You just have to be very careful about it. And what's interesting is going back to the idea of collapsing time and space. What I like to think of it as is a sense of um, you also almost have to be in a way considerate because it could almost be this certain spirit that's like living out the act in their own time that that time is then coinciding currently with what you're experiencing in your time so anything that you could be experiencing or them freaking you out they could equally be as freaked out and in a situation such high tension is like able to like communicate between you two so going back to it though this thing felt like it was kind of uh not trying to, I mean, not trying to get at me, but it was like crawling at me and I didn't appreciate that either. So I just started ahead for the open space too. And as you're going to the opening, things were like getting very tense and like very heavy until finally I remember just like, as I'm at the open door thing, just like that's when like, um, it started to say like, it was very inaudible, but like along the lines of like a help me. No, not like that generic though, but it was almost like a reverse breathing, like a, uh, like uh it's taking in air and trying to talk but something like that nature just a little bit and when things can get to the point of communicating or talking with you on a certain level it shows that you're either heightened enough or it's getting stronger or it's sensing something enough where just in general you want to clear that space so as soon as i got to the opening i just like moved through did a little push off brush of it and i ended up being late anyway and missing the time of the shot anyway so i sort of just used the wing but that was I think that was perhaps one of the, uh, I would say, most powerful experiences I had in terms of, like, contact overall and, like, what, um, yeah, because just, like, the feeling of it and then, like, the voice of it, too, was very strong in that regard. What it really wanted was to leave the space, but I think that the deeper interpretation of that too was the sense of and that's why i get really freaked out too is you have to keep in mind that again it felt so incredible it felt like it was you can feel the energy and the sense of it rub off on you and like just sensing just a little bit of its space felt like the damn thing was like being like tortured or like cut to shit like i that's like what you sense in the moment is whenever it was like crawling up on you you would just feel like just like like blades like across your arms and like i i couldn't really see anything in that regard i have other experiences where there's more visual to it It, this one was more like feeling and hearing but that's the creepiest part like looking back on was potentially if i experienced or ran into someone that was like mid torture like being left to die or something like that so definitely just something that was desperate to leave that space yeah As I'm coming up to the door itself, leaving the crawl space, imagine it as if um, outside of the door is like your typical, regular, just hallways, like air essence in particular. But picture as you're then leaving through or trudging to the door and trying to leave the crawl space, it's that feeling of if you're like at the bottom of a pool walking forward, like things are just very like weighted and kind of drawn down on you. 
I knew the thing was desperate because it wasn't trying to attack me, but it felt like I was both getting pulled back and like kind of like pushed down by like the pressure of water. And right as you're getting into the space, there was that feeling of almost of if you're resurfacing and you're pushing your body up through water into air. The interesting part would be you can argue that in this room right now, there are not only us three, but then there's hundreds of us all around in the room at the same time. Moving back and forth and through each other, it's a matter of a, a different space can house certain energies. It's just we can't perceive certain frequencies. We can't pretty much collapse time and space to sense them all at the same time. But what if we're all on the same levels or where like seances go wrong is people are too inviting with certain energies that once they have like an invitation, they have a certain means to then like go into your surroundings or worse inside of your body, use you as a vessel, things of that nature. So it's always important to just make sure to um, just keep yourself at peace and keep your surroundings at um, just garden. And uh, in the end, just never get too frightened by new things. No matter whatever situation you're in, always picture yourself as the best and happiest version of yourself and radiating a white positive energy. Because in a sense, whatever you're experiencing too is probably feeding off of whatever you're feeling. So the more that you go in feeling scared or um, that something is being hostile with you, the more it's going to reflect back at you. Next time on Terrifying True Stories, you'll meet someone who is almost choked to death by a poltergeist in their bedroom. This episode has been brought to you by 1031-365, because Halloween should be every day. Visit 1031-365.com for exclusive Halloween and horror-related coolness. That's 1031-365.com. I'm your host, Ryan Azevedo. I'll see you on the other side.